Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. It seems today that on TV there are so many programs. Which ones should we see? Where can we get some decent telly sitting on our backside? Archie has a TV guy. He tells us what he's streaming, what his telly box is beaming, cause the coppers told him he can't go outside. It's time for Podgy's TV guy. Oh, right, me, me words, am I? Oh, he's 3 0 and then 4 0 and like Ireland winning games. What's going on? Scored five times last week. When did you last do that? Yeah. I know what you did last summer. We How? did nothing last summer. How did you know well, because nobody did nothing last summer. Yeah. We were all locked up, weren't <laughs> we? Right, yeah. You've all got a taste of my medicine. I know what you did last summer. How do you know? What? Because there's four episodes of it on Amazon Prime. Oh. Yeah, it's a series about I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh. Amazon Prime's a lot cheaper than Netflix, by the way. Just saying. At the moment. Graduation. I told you I was going. I had to drive a dad. <laughs> this party is about to get too <laughs> I love this song. I'm here with the OGs. I need a burrito. <laughs> No wow, okay. Looks good, doesn't it? It does look good, yeah. It does look good. It does. Nowhere else look good. Not coming on now till early next week, Tuesday at quarter past nine on BBC Two. You'll have seen the rolling trials for this all this time. Impeachment, the American crime story. It's all about Bill Clinton. You get to work in the West Wing as of this morning. You're going to be working right beside the people who run the world. Please, be professional. <laughs> There's a woman I'm very close to in the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. How do I know it's true? Hello? You will lose her as a friend. I've made my peace with that. Are you sure you have enough evidence? My calls with Monica. Wow, that looks good. When's that on? That's on next Tuesday, quarter past nine. On what? BBC. On BBC Two. Oh, that looks really well wow. put together. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice know wow. who's playing uh, Monica Lewinsky there? No. It's Beanie Feldstein, Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, is she? Do you think they'd be watching that in the Clintons? You'd have to have a little go. Oh, I don't know. Hello. 
She was in that film, Books Bart, that was out. Do you remember that? It was yes. very funny. Yeah, good little picture, that. Lads, we missed it last week. Dave is back on BBC Two on Sunday nights. Dave the Rapper. Dave the Rapper. And there's two good pictures to watch out for this weekend. Venom is on. On Saturday night on Channel 4 at 9. We've been giving away stuff with Venom versus Carnage all week, Podge. Yeah, that's why they're doing it, because, yeah, you know, when there's a new one out, they show the old one, don't they? The guy you work for is an evil person. I don't work for him. My firm works for him. Are you going to behave yourself tomorrow? I told you I'm going to do my job. I'm a reporter. I follow people that do not want to be followed. What about the allegations that you recruit the most vulnerable for tests that end up killing people? You're time to go. You finished, Mr. Brock. Is that a threat? You had to learn how to hide in plain sight. I'm pretty good at it. But you, you suck. Whoever you are. I work at the Life Foundation, and I need your help. And on Sunday, a very funny picture. The Armando Onucci picture. The death of Stalin. It's on a quarter to 11 on Sunday night on BBC Two. And the Russian lad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> to do with the Russian lad. No, it was right. Rory Stalin from. Oh, <laughs> no. Rory. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The, the other st- milkman, Rory right. Stalin. Yeah. I can't remember who's alive and who isn't. It's Comrade Stalin. I'll take it from you. We need to start putting together a plan. How can you run and plot at the same time? We should get Stalin's children here. What are you doing to my father, you jackals? How old are you? I'm old. You're not old! You're not even a person! He's going to be fine. That looks like a great cast as well. Oh, it's rapid. It's a very funny picture, lads. Give it the go! Good luck to you! Good luck to you! That's the guy streaming it. Into your face. Screaming it. If you don't have time for something, delete that series link. It's so liberating. I'll be watching Ken. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. What he said. Strawberry Alarm Clock at FM 104. Out of your box. Uh, 7-Eleven now. Do you want to hear the bit where she sounds Dublin, do you? Uh, if you know where it is, I do yeah. I know. So why she, not? She, she says, why she doesn't not? say choose, she says chewers. Chewers. What I chose to do. No time to show us. Show us. I had no time to show us. I had to go buy some show us. Show us. Well, I'm feeling like I have the blues. She threw that in for us. She did. Are you sure? Yes. Chewers. Chewers. Nobody else says chewers except if you're from Dublin. Uh, your question is: Do you want it on the air every hour today, all day, or do you want it on a half hour so enough people can hear it? <laughs> Either way, you're getting it. Adele, right. Adele, you've done really well with the uh, 17 and the 19 albums, but what about a nice breakup? The breakup market is very big. Maybe we could have a song about. You know, divorce. Could you yeah. do a huge ballad about divorce? Because there's lots of people who'd be drinking their Prosecco tonight, having a big s- a sob to your song. Yeah, all right, I can do that. Fair play to Adele, she's nailed it. It's out. Scramble to halt new COVID surge, front page of the Irish Independent. So the COVID cert rules to remain in force. Vaccine booster plan for over 60s. And Donnelly vows there'll be no return to restrictions. There's nobody talking about restrictions. Donnelly, where's he been for the last few months? He's been isolating. I think he's got symptoms or something, hasn't he? 
yeah, I'm talking about the la- not the last few days, Jim, for the last three months, he's disappeared. Now, if you put a wig on him with sideburns, yeah, ugly, ugly, good neighbour. <laughs> I just thought, as I said, he has he's the symptoms. I thought of the Simpsons. Symptoms of what? Simpsons anyway, of- they're just saying, like we said yesterday this time, they're, they're just saying. Do you know what? I should have listened. Go easy on me. I should have listened and I should have read the thing, but I, I, could, I couldn't take it. It said, how come the country with the highest uh, vaccine uptake in Europe is having the highest surge? And essentially what it drills down to, like it does every other bloody time, our, our health system is a joke. And that's why this is happening. You go into a hospital yes. at three in the morning, you sit in a chair for 12 hours. You're 85, you sit in a trolley for two days. Okay. That's what the problem corridor is. corridor for two days. It's actually not COVID, it's the health system. They can't cope. They've had two years to get more beds, <laughs> get more staff. They don't. I was now in we all have to pay. A&E last year, I had to spend the night in A&E, and they said, I'm really sorry, we don't have any pillows. And I was on a trolley now. Like, no pillows and we've no blankets. And I'm like, all right, yeah, it's there grand. It's grand. I've got a jumper here. No ICU beds. And it wasn't their fault. They were, they were, they were mortal. Yeah. It was not staff's fault, no. Two women have lost their separate high court damages claims over minor ankle injuries suffered where? Uh, on nightclubs. No. As Escalators. E- as they each got out of a bird's nest swing in a children's playground oh. on two different occasions. Is that what they're, they're called? They always call them baskets. Yeah, bird's nest is actually a very good name. Little spiders yeah, makes sense, I suppose, yeah. So they've now we see the the P, uh, PT personal injuries PIB they have uh, they've capped stuff so the claims are forty percent down on last year. Yeah, but if I go into a children's playground and I get stuck on the swings, that's In my own, heels. that's my own fault for not I, I shouldn't be on the swings. I'd say there's a sign that says it. Yeah, well there isn't a sign saying adults shouldn't be on this. Although I do think anyone over 15, cop onto yourself, get I'm off. I'd say there's a sign that says somewhere in the small print that anyone partaking in these sliding activities are doing so at their own risk. Is there? Yeah, probably is. I've never looked. The accidents were caused by two adults deciding to use equipment not designed for adult use and common sense would tell any adult they should not use a swing designed for use by children. So what happened? Did they get any money? The judge voiced concern. No, no, it was, it was, they've lost their, their claims. Right. A chilling effect of such litigation, even when unsuccessful on provision of uh, play facilities for children and the freedoms of all citizens. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but Neither okay. Either sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. the end of a movie. I'll quit City for a start, says Raheem Sterling. Oh. Imagine having so many players that you bench Raheem Sterling for nearly half the games. Do you want Harry Kane back then? If, if he leaves. I don't know. I, the, the Harry Kane thing, I don't know what's happened with that. I don't think even Harry knows what's going on now. It's done, I'd say. It's done. Not interested. But this is the thing. Harry Kane, like I told you, remember Harry Kane, it's the equivalent of a fella going home to his wife and saying, I'm leaving you for uh, a girl I met. Mm. And then the girl he met... Saying, not interested. So actually, no, I've changed my mind. And I go, well, look, do you know what? Let's work it out for the kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening with Harry Kane. He's, yeah. still, he's still there, but like people are looking at him like, you wanted to leave us. The twinkle in the eye. Raheem Sterling has dropped a bombshell by admitting he may be forced to quit Man City. Oh. He's not, not getting your game. You're not getting your game. Incredible player, like. Yeah. What a waste. This is an awful waste. And uh, this is a, a big shock if you're French. What is the most popular fr- uh, cheese in France? Not a French one. Cheddar? No. They'd be disgusted at that. Where's cheddar from? Wherever you want. You cheddar, can make it here. That's kind of English. Well, I know cheddar. we have Irish and English and make the cheddar. Is it Brie, no? 
It ain't Brie. Uh, is it Camembert? Gallic Pride has taken a humiliating knock after it emerged yesterday. The most popular cheese easy singles. In, in France. Not easy singles. <laughs> no. they like what does happen to us? Hey. Uh, <laughs> you can't beat an easy single on a burger or a toasted sambo. I don't care what you say. That's what, I'd say that's what French lads call coppers. Fact. Let's go to that uh, nightclub that's full of easy singles. What is it? Come on. Mozzarella. Oh, come on, Italian, Italy, Italy. go Italy. on, Italy. In your face, France. Camembert, which is made from cow's milk, has long been France's favourite fromage for a country. Like fromage. There's more cheese coming out their ears than anybody else. Yeah. But uh, no, now it's Italia. Mozzarella's pretty good. Yeah. Big ball of it, like. Balls of mozzarella. Tear it open. Lashing it onto Spread it on your pizza. Pizza's fantastic. Right. Sorry, France. Although, get that hard mozzarella if you want to put it on a pizza. That's my tip to you today. Don't use that wet one. It makes your pizza soggy. You need to give it a good squeeze at least, anyway. You can get this this pizza mozzarella. It's a, like a, Grated, a, like? A, no, it's in a cube. Oh, get grate that. it yourself. If you're doing that, keep it in the fridge or the freezer, really cold, and then put it on your pizza. Thank me later. Jim's a bit of a pizza connoisseur. I'm a bit of a, this is a kind of a little he hobby. He even has his own gas pizza oven. I have a pizza oven now, yeah. He likes to make his own bases. I'm that guy. I make, I make my own dough. It's a hobby. And he has a peel. I do. I have all the gear. I know, right, stick one end of that peel. When I get really good, I'm, you're coming over for a pizza. All right, there you go. Really good, though. It's 718 and F104. Fair pleasure. Here is the full song from Adele. She's back. Easy on me. Check it out. Listen now for the showers. Showers. Go easy on me there, will you? Leave me alone, Gert. Go easy on me from Adele. I don't Isn't know. It? I think it's, it's pretty bloody it's good. It's pretty lads. good. Now, do you know what I've noticed? She's, she's magpied in very, very cleverly loads of bits of great things from other things. Right. She's like our window magpie here. Well, she's... Um, Alicia Keys has a song called Like You'll Never See Me Again Right You think there's a bit of that in it? There's a, there's a touch of purple rain in there Of course The purple lad would have to get in there Well no there yeah. is There's a little bit of Ding 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 There's, there's there, and the, yeah. yeah yeah. But like it's all very very subtle Like you she hardly know She would have liked Prince Like yeah Oh she would have Like this is not a bad thing And apparently he ripped that off From somebody else anyway So like They're all magpies Everybody borrows Yeah So it's very good yeah Yeah Oh there'd be like You can see that one now Yeah Imagine like a Bridget Jones Oh Bridget Jones kind of movie starting with that you know Oh Yeah Balling <laughs> Or unless like a, a, a spreadable cheese company will get the rights to it and <laughs> go spread Go easy, easy on me, on me. <laughs> I think that's what she's going for Eventually like you know We'll see We'll see well, I never you know. thought Ed Sheeran Shape of You would end up in an M&S ad but there you go it did I can't believe Flash is in the ad for Flash That's <laughs> Could you go easy on me that Adele song Could you chill us <laughs> Because you us. Now remember that. Yeah. Every do. time you hear it from now on. Yeah. Take it as slowly. It's in Dublin. So right. I've got bad news for you. What? What? It's all little, bad news. Little Mix. Friday. Little Mix. Oh, yeah. They're going to be on the show soon, by the way. Who are? Little Mix. Oh, better not say it then. What? Well, it's the, they're all looking for solo deals. This 2022 tour might be the last end. time you see the, well, tri- the trio it'll be 10 years probably 11 years by the time next year comes around so I mean that's a good run of it yeah Not everyone can do a Westlife on it it's like that song three wheels on my wagon like there's 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 only three of them left it's a, they're probably seeing that it's a tricycle the fuss Jesse's getting and they're all thinking I'd love a bit of that I remember it didn't take that end up there's only two of them at one point no there's never two there was, was just no. it was just Gary and, Bar- and no Mark. Gary and Barlow <laughs> No, there wasn't. Sure, Gary and Mark were the only ones. Well, okay, Robbie did sing about it. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jason and Howard, they just shake their hips. Sure, no one's. Jason's gone missing. The band don't even know where he is. Jason, all he did was go, yeah. <laughs> Get up <and> magic. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you about it more in just the dirt. But yeah, and there's still sort of backlash about Jesse's appearance. She's not the first person to do this, by the way. She's not the only person to do this. What? Just you know. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. She's got too much. And She's seriously, fantastic as they say. It's probably more of a girl thing, but like, let's all remember our mate today who's maybe going through a breakup and they are just going to be blaring this all the time from their bedroom. You're just going to hear. There ain't no it's been 12 times when you stop. Things change. They're out there, Jim. They're out there. So yeah. I, I could do with a good half hour now before hearing it again. <laughs> 7.25 and F104 I think we can arrange that It's Friday morning Tom Brennan It's half past October <laughs> It really is It really is And don't forget the bank The banker The banker The bank holiday is earlier than Halloween It's like closer than you think When is the banker? It's the week before The weekend before Halloween it Makes total it, sense isn't it? Are we calling it the banker? No no I'm no, taking the mix So Jamie Foxx is on Kimmel Yeah Fallon I'm always confused with them. Oh, are we doing this now? Do you want to do this now? Okay. I, 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 yeah, was that on Dish the Dirt? I wasn't sure. Dish, well, let's do it here. Look, so Jamie Foxx, he was on uh, last night with uh, Jamie Fallon and uh, his daughter. He's written a book about uh, bringing his daughters up, going, act like you got some sense. Because something his granny used to say to him. And he, he told the story about the time a young man came over to date one of his daughters. They'd done a back tra- background check on him. And uh, here's the story. What happened was my, my, my daughter, who didn't know that I had already ran a background check on a boyfriend, he comes, he, he, come, he comes to the crib and Snoop happens to be there. And I said, Snoop, there he is right there. Shake him up. And you know, Snoop, you know, you know, Snoop walked over to my daughter's boyfriend and just said, hey, what's up? What's up, Cass? You know, hey, hey look here, you know, we, 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 we her uncles, you know what I'm saying? So act accordingly, homie. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but 
the underlying meaning of it was is that I wanted the young man to understand that she's got people that really love her so that if something does go wrong, Snoop is coming to kill yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Did somebody say? Hey, cuz. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Like, you know, of all the rappers, Snoop could Ooh. access a shooter. <laughs> of course he could. The man is about seven feet tall as well. How intimidating would you be? Would you feel? Dua Lipa, actually, she's working on a third album, flown all her fellas into London. And said, right, the third album is nearly ready. There's only one story right now. What does Orpats sound like as Orbats? Are we all ready? I'm ready. Let's go. I'm going to kill the music. I'm Batman. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Oh, that's okay. I saw, I'm telling you, the trailer is vicious. This is not for little, little people. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euros. FM 104's Instagram. With misquote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at misquote.ie. It's been about an hour since I played Adele's last song. Jim, can I play it again? Sounds like a song itself. It's been about an hour since I played Adele. Angelina, Angelina. Hiya. Hello. Hiya. How From are you? Volunteer, have you always lived there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, what's your favourite thing about Volunteer or a fact that we don't know? Um, I was saying Tracks is the best school now. They're the best primary school. I have right. to say that because my son goes to a different one. All right. Well, okay. would, you not, would you not name the one he goes to, no? No, because it's not the one I went to. All right. Those parent-teacher meetings will be awkward. <laughs> so you uh, you brought your lunch in today? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you got? Uh, just chicken wrap. Chicken wrap. Chicken wrap, chicken wrap. Do you want to cut in half, do you? Yeah. You haven't, heard the new, you haven't heard the new Adele song. Do you want to hear a bit of it? Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, all right. Easy help me, baby. I was still a child. Didn't get the chance to feel the world around me. I had no time to chew. What do you think? Chewers. She says chewers. What do you think, Angelina? That's okay. It's very Adele. Shouldn't hear? Yeah, it's very Adele, yeah. It's very Adele. I'll send that back to the people. Any feedback on that? Very Adele. We'll play the full <laughs> thing in a little while. Okay, right. You ready for your 10 questions? Yeah, yeah. You know the crack? Uh, get all 10 right, we give you a grand. Yeah. Best of luck. The game starts in three, two, one. Vipers and anacondas are both types of what? Snake. Which animal is known as the ship of the desert? Camel. What do you traditionally find inside a barnbrack cake this time of year? A ring. Which month of the year has the least amount of days in it? February. True or false, Olivia Rodrigo's album is called Happier Than Ever. True. What kind of house do Eskimos live in? Igloo. In what month do Americans celebrate Thanksgiving this year? November. What football club does Kevin De Bruyne play for? Oh. I've no past. I've no... Newcastle. How many consonants are there in the English alphabet? 21. And what letters are on a car number plate if it's registered in County Mead? M. Just the, just the M? M. 
M M T. M who? M T. M T. M H. M H. Oh, to accept your first answer. Auntie M, Uncle Henry. Isn't there a Westmead as well? Then there's a W W H. That could be another question, Nobby. Okay, let's stick to the ten. Did very well, Angelina. Very well. Very well. So yeah, snakes, camels, rings, February. Now, Olivia Rodrigo's album is actually called Sour. Happier Than Ever is an album by Billie Eilish. Uh, Both in the top 10 selling albums of 2021, by the way. That was definitely a kid's question. I'm too old for that question. (laughs) What was was a kid's question was Barry, who's age nine, and many consonants that are in the English alphabet in 21. I thought that was a tricky one. Yeah, so it's 20. You take away the five vowels, obviously, from the 26. You did it very quick. Oh, you. Yeah. And Mead is MH. Uh, Man City was the answer and uh, Igloo in November so you did pretty good it was an 8 it was an 8 it was a 7 7 oh. ah not too bad listen you didn't do too badly at all ok so I'll be back again I guess 10 next time you will sounds like a threat <laughs> now it's time for showbiz news FM 104's Dish the dirt. With Autobuy. Tell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So she's back. The video's up. It's got a gazillion. How many views has it got now? Let's 13. Have a well, it was 13. Let's have a look. It's, it's had a, hit refresh. Hit refresh. And that's not even the real 14. number. 14.8 million in the last few hours. It's probably 16. If you had access to Adele's actual YouTube channel, you'd, you'd see it. Adele has been speaking this morning about uh, spilling the beans on everything that went into her latest album. And she's buzzing about this new release. I'm buzzing. I mean, you know, I was hoping to release this album last year, but obviously 2020 happened for all of us. Um, So I've been living with it for a lot longer than I feel like I would have liked to. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm buzzing, but, you know, I'm obviously knackered. It's like, it's it's such a, like, duck position. I'm going at, like, 25 miles an hour during my time off, and then suddenly it's, like, a 1,000 miles an hour. But I had to be patient in my life as well for everything to fall into place, so it feels fitting. So, yeah, I am buzzing. Yes, I'm buzzing. She talks very fast, doesn't she? In the video, she's driving her car. There's a big trailer behind her with all her stuff. She's leaving, like, a marriage. It's all over. All her songs are flying off the back, floating in the air it's all kind of black and white at the beginning and a, a, a married couple drive past her and she waves at them it's all very but what's it what's her nails the, look great what's the song about Adele it was the first song that I wrote for the album so you know going back beginning of 2019 really um, and it was just you know I was making decisions in my life which have been well documented over the last you know few years mm. but it was just sort of that thing of like initiating a discussion or you know whatever or I mean not in the case of you know my son's dad and some of that but or a massive bloody fight which I definitely started some fights post my relationship <laughs> with my son's dad with other people <laughs> but um, I'm going, you, normally I'm very not you know confrontational and stuff like that but it was just like you can initiate something and be like well hang on a minute no, go easy on me. It was just like, just be like, bear with me while I try and find my feet in a situation, you know? So she's also spoken about her favourite crisps, but I don't know what the answer is here. <gasps> Imagine she says Tato. I think, well, hang on, did she not, did we not hear her saying something recently about it's Walkers, prawn, 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 prawn cocktail? cocktail yeah. yeah. Is, is that, that still the case? My favourite crisp is prawn cocktail walkers yeah. or just ready salted walkers with loads of Worcester sauce on it. Hi Adele, it's John here from Stockport. Just like you, I'm a massive fan of putting Worcester sauce on my ready salted crisps after seeing my dad do it years ago. I literally have them swimming in it. But then to finish it off, 
I like to drink the bag juice and get them last few soggy crisps at the bottom. So he still lives with his do dad, you do the same? Yes, darling, I do the same, and I saw my mother do it growing up, and that's why I do it. So, <laughs> hey, we are twinning, babe. Stop, Paul. Hello? Yep. That's, that's exactly it. And yes, those soggy ones at the bottom are the best. Oh. But when the ratio is like, like drink of vinegar. sprinkle it on, like, you know, like a nice little like splash of it. But by the end, it's like just juice with a little bit of crumbs in it. And what's the sauce oh. can be spicy? Absolutely. It's my favourite thing. My mother, my mother loves it. So, yeah. Bag juice. Bag juice. It's nearly as bad as bin juice. It's not as bad as bin juice. But it's, well, well, imagine that going. Down. Yeah. No, you're grand. And you like crisps. I love crisps. Dublin's F104, it is the strawberry alarm clock. And normally when we speak to this next guest, we are surrounded by musicians and we're about to have some music. But today it's very different. Stephen Garrigan, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. So the reason there's no messers with you, because they are messers, is because uh, you have also been writing, but not music. Yeah, well, I spent most of lockdown actually writing a book, which is something I thought I'd never say before. Um, it's an entirely new thing for me. I'm used to releasing albums, obviously, of music, so it's quite surreal, but it's out in the world. It was out last week, and the response so far has been really good. Uh, it touches on touring and, and songwriting, but more importantly, kind of issues that I had on the road and growing up with anxiety. A lot of people wouldn't be aware of that especially looking at a, a front man in a band touring around the world. So I thought it was important to kind of get that side of my story out and uh, keep that conversation going about mental health. So this is the thing but, about front men, Steve. So I remember hearing a story that somebody saw Phil Linnett from Thin Lizzy backstage at the RDS, buckled over, freaked before he went on stage. And I couldn't believe it because he was so charismatic and so confident then I heard Freddie Mercury was a very shy guy there's so many front men down through the years that are actually shy in real life like yourself that's actually really cool to hear I would never ever picture someone like Freddie Mercury uh, backstage freaking out he's if ever there was somebody who owned the stage well Phil in it too uh, <laughs> I don't even know if, well I don't even know if I put myself in that league I wouldn't yeah, I suppose with me, it, it's not even just shyness. I am very shy and I'm introverted, but it was more panic attacks that I started having. I had one in 2016 and I had to cancel a show, so I didn't even make it on stage. So that for me was kind of a turning point and I had to go and obviously get help and really work on myself to get over it. Do you remember, I mean, I'm sure you discussed this with the rest of the lads. I'm sure everybody gets nervous going out to do a gig, but did you ever, do you remember saying to them, no, it's not that. It's 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 different. It's it's not like nerves. This is something else. I remember trying to explain to our drummer Vinny. I think we were in Japan, which is so kind of rock and roll cliche. We were in Japan, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying to explain to Vinny, and he didn't fully get it, but he was really supportive. But it wasn't until that that day in 2016 where he saw me kind of on the ground. I was I was fairly debilitated, to be honest. Like it really kind of knocked me sideways and. I had to cancel the show and he came up to me after and he said, uh, I had no idea what you were talking about, but I, I get it now. And that he was there for me and he was supportive and also, which was great, you know. But it, it's crazy how common it is, you know. Mm. It affects a lot of people and it can be very debilitating. So quite early in the book, you mentioned being on holidays with your family and you were an eight-year-old kid and one of your, you were in a karaoke competition or something and even at eight, everything was okay when you were on stage. I mean, is it, can you remember back, like it's, you can picture it back to being that young when you already felt something was tough? 
Yeah, well, as a kid, I if somebody was walking towards me on on a like I remember walking to school, and if somebody was coming towards me like you know a hundred yards away, I would cross the road because I was kind of afraid of getting into a conversation. It was kind of odd, but at the time it was normal for me, and that was anxiety really it was social anxiety but anytime i uh was playing a piano or playing guitar or uh that my dad brought home a karaoke machine when i was eight and my parents couldn't get me off it i just felt comfortable behind a microphone singing so music was the healer there yeah it was kind of an escape and it still kind of is today it's just uh i used to say that music for me isn't just music it's therapy but now I say, like, music is my passion. I love it. And it is kind of therapeutic, but, but therapy for me is therapy now, you know? Like, talking to somebody and talking to friends and having a good support system around. It's in the book, Steve, but for people who are, are listening now and they don't know what an anxiety attack feels like, can you describe what, hmm. uh, what, how you know you're having one, even? It's similar but different for everyone. My experience hmm. of it, a, a particularly bad one, would be your heart starts racing and your hands are shaking and I, I've gotten blurred vision and I've lost my kind of my balance. I've had to lie down on the ground. Uh, you can feel like you're choking. It can feel like a heart attack as well. It can feel like you're dying if you've never experienced it before. And it's very, very scary. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, to be honest. You know, a lot, a lot of people who don't know about panic attacks would will kind of think that it's just you need to step outside and catch your breath. But that's not always the case. Sometimes that is the case, but they can be very debilitating. Luckily enough, I haven't had many since 2016. But yeah, they're uh, they're pretty rough. <laughs> and what, what changed in 2016 that you can attribute to that? Well, I, I started talking about it. I, I never properly spoke about it. I was kind of ashamed of it. I, I knew it was something... I knew there was something up and I knew that uh, if I spoke about it, like I didn't fully understand it. So I didn't expect others to understand it. And I didn't want to be treated differently by other people or be looked down on, which was kind of wrong because when I did ultimately start talking about friends and family first, everybody was really supportive. And that was kind of the start of me tackling it head on. I went, uh, I went to therapy and uh, I just, got to the root but I learned a lot of coping mechanisms and stuff through that to kind of deal with the anxiety in the moment and uh, yeah I mean I just I, I accept it for what it is you know I've had little minor ones but I, I, nothing big and when it does happen now I, I can kind of deal with it but that's because I went and got help for it you know you know even for Codeline fans hopefully it'll resonate with them and if there's any out there who experience similar issues i suppose um it'll help them feel like they're not as alone and they can hopefully encourage them to talk more about it and get help if they need it so yeah like i mean panic attacks like anxiety and mental health issues don't discriminate they affect people from all walks alike so i suppose that was my my thinking in telling my story Mm -hmm. because it might come as a surprise for a lot of people so talking is the the number one bit of advice talk to somebody yeah, I think that's the first step, you know, just yeah. don't bottle it up because it'll only get worse. Just talk to anybody and just, you know, if you can go to therapy, I know therapy is very expensive and it, a lot of people can't access it, you know, but there are 
incredible resources online, like free resources, and there are some great charities, and it seems to be getting better by the day. There's more popping up, so there's a lot of help out there. Jigsaw is definitely a charity we've we've worked with, and, and their services are, are free. But as lads, we're not great at this talk and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, man. But particularly in Ireland, like you know, in different countries, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I, I I was just working on myself. I was meditating. I was um, d- d- journaling, you know, or I was going to therapy, and then I went to the gym. How was your day? <laughs> but in Ireland, I think, you know, you're never going to say that in a pub over a pint. Mm, yeah. It gets to mad looks. You know, even some of my mates would be like, wait, what? You're you're in therapy, like talking to someone? Uh, All right, yeah. Did you see the football, did you? Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm um, just thinking of Steve, I, you're, you're actually very lucky to be in Code Line because... I mean, knowing the other boys in the band, like you, you couldn't be in. They're with solid a, fellas with a sounder group of lads. I'm sure they look they look after you uh, whenever you're not feeling 100. percent Yeah, well, like we've grown up together. Uh, we've had our ups and downs. Don't get me wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, but we are like a family, and uh, I think at the end of the day, we do support each other and look out for each other, which is which is really great. And I think that's down to the fact that we. We've known each other for so long and we've grown up together and we're all fairly grounded, you know. No, I, I'm very lucky in that sense, yeah, absolutely. And is for people who are thinking of today now of getting the book, um, is it kind of from beginning to end your story of anxiety and, and struggling? Are there other flashes of bits of your life in the, in the book or what's what else is in there? Um, it's not It's not all about anxiety. That was just the main reason why I, I started writing it in the first place. It kind of tells my story growing up and music and songwriting and uh, kind of leading into Code Line. <laughs> when I was looking back, uh, I had to double check uh, one thing because there was a time when uh, a producer, Stephen Harris, came over from the UK. Now, he's a huge producer. And at the time, we were all kind of not doing anything. Like, uh, Vinny was working in Dixon's, I think. Mark was in a call centre. Um, I was kind of in college, but gigging around. I was trying to get a job as well. And he came over to watch us play. And then halfway through, I said, here, look, I have to go. And he said, why? Where do you have to go? And I said, I have to I have to go for a second round interview for Ikea. And <laughs> I left halfway through the performance and went to Ikea. I called him up there recently. I was like, did that actually happen? And I don't know why I left at that. I don't know. There's, what I'm saying is there's lots of random stuff in the book of just growing up and then the band forming. And stuff. I'd say a lot of things, uh, so, you know, as you put the, uh, like Ikea, you put the things together yourself, you realised wh- why you did certain things as a younger guy. You didn't realise it was to do with anxiety, but you, you kind of, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together now, have you? Yeah, well, it, it's it's funny looking back and seeing how everything is connected. Yeah, I suppose that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. For me, it was an incredible experience writing the book and doing just that. I can see kind of how I got to where I am today with the band. And I can see like the anxiety kind of issues that I had as a kid that I was unaware of then. It's kind of surreal for me to, to do that and have this book out there. But I, I hope people take something from it and I hope people people enjoy it at the very least that's all I can really say so. yeah and, and I think if there's people listening now who've got a niece or a nephew or a teenager in the house and maybe you know they don't they don't necessarily want to talk just now maybe a copy of this book just subtly put under their nose to say you might find something in that so there's no yeah. there's no doubt you're going to be helping people yourself 
Oh, that, that's great. That's kind of what I set out to do. So, Well, the yeah. name of the book is High Hopes, Making Music, Losing My Way, Learning to Live. Steve Garrigan, uh, we hope to see you and the band back together very soon. And uh, thanks for having a chat with us today. And hopefully the book does well for you. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me in, guys. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. 